for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we're back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special duo of guests. We have Adele and Andy. How's it going today, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Good. Awesome. So first off, I want to thank you all so much for giving us the time to sit down and chat. I know Rachel had sent me, what was it, a couple weeks ago, like a pre, like an email saying that you guys are getting ready to release, an e- uh, release a new single. And then she followed up with like the preview or whatever. And I was like, Hey, let's book the podcast. So I was really excited when we were able to get it worked out on pretty yeah, well, short. Thought- it was pretty short notice. So, um, but before we kind of jump into everything about your new single, you got coming out um, on fr- yeah Friday concept of time still eludes me at this point, <laughs> you know, been in lockdown so long. It's like, wait, how many days is Friday? Yeah. So, uh you got to do single dropping on Friday. Oh, what's kind of your backstories? What got you guys into music and uh, what brought you together or how'd you start playing together? Okay. So, um, yeah, so I think, I think it's fair to say that we're both really music has kind of been in our blood really, Mm -hmm. you know, from the day one and and my early influences really were, I suppose really the likes of Pink Floyd and Led Zepp and and all that kind of rocky stuff. And we do like rock music, which is is probably as far away as you could possibly get from the stuff that we're doing now. So, um, yeah. And we, we kind of, um, I suppose really we, we got together as a couple, um, three years, three years ago. And, um, I don't think, well, I certainly didn't know that Adele could sing and I wasn't playing guitar at the time. So, um, it was a bit of a, a bit of a shock to me one day when um, all of a sudden she came in um, and she was she was talking about some other artists and um, she kind of was 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 talking a, quite a lot in depth really about music and I, I sort of said well have you ever done any singing and she went well, I can sing a bit yeah and I think you know you'd done stuff on Shmuel Shmuel, Shmuel yeah. Um, and because Adele's quite a nervy kind of person and, and the like, she, she basically said, I'm not, you're not listening to it. So eventually I managed to persuade her to let me have a listen. And what was the song? It was Can't Help Falling In Love. Oh yeah, that was the it song. was, yeah. And I was absolutely blown away. I couldn't believe it. You know, um, it was just like surreal really um, that she could sing as well as she could. And um, from there really, I, I kind of really started saying to you know you ought to do this. We ought to go to a couple of open mics and mm-hmm. see how you see how you go. And do you want to talk a little bit about your first experiences in terms of open mics? Oh, it was terrifying, absolutely <laughs> terrifying. But bless both both Andy and the guy that run it uh, were both dead patient with me. They knew I wanted to do it, but they were just like encouraging me each time. And mm-hmm. I think each time I would sit there and have a bit of a sulk because I, I didn't get up. But it took about 12 weeks for me to actually get up. Um, then when I did, I, try, I tried working with a couple of guitarists, but it never, it never really worked out. There just wasn't that connection there. 
so I got this one to pick up a guitar and was like, come on, you're, if I've got to do it, you've got to do it with me. And I think I'd been waiting for the for an opportunity to do something musically because I'd, I'd really, you know, all through my life, no matter what's happened, music's always been there. And, you know, to, to have the opportunity to, to learn a, a, an instrument. Um, so that's how we began, really. Awesome. Who are some of your uh, influences? Who are you? Who are you listening to when you first started learning to play and stuff like that? I think. I think we were listening to like everyone. I think yeah. when we first started, yeah. from down from the basics all the way up to I can never going to be able to play like that. It mm. was. It was absolutely everything we were listening to. But I think we then said, right, okay. So if we're going to do some music, we're going to cover some songs. Mm-hmm. Let's you know. Let's have a think about who we you know who who you could actually do justice to in terms of singing it. And I think Fleetwood Mac were probably a very early, uh, I think we learned maybe three or four of their yeah. songs before we'd really done anything else. Um, so I think that kind of vibe really, we felt, you know, um, Adele sings a Songbird by Fleetwood Mac, which I absolutely love her version of. And um, yeah, I think, you know, the, the likes of Dreams and, and um you know, different Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks tracks really suited, I felt, suited Adele's voice. And then it kind of like, it was a, a bit of an organic process really where, you know, you'd go out and you'd do some songs. And I wrote, um, without Adele knowing, I actually wrote a song for Adele, our first song, which was called A uh, Love That Is Rare. And it was really, you know, it was kind of a, I suppose, a romantic gesture really. Um, and we played it um when we were doing a gig and somebody said to us have you got any more songs and we went, well no <laughs> we haven't really that's the only one we've got so um we then decided we'd record that song and from there really it kind of like spiraled on to yeah that's okay well let's do another one and before we knew it we were halfway through what was our first album mm. uh, called watch over you Gotcha, gotcha. And so you started recording and playing together in 2019, correct? Or you, were you starting to play together earlier than that in 2018? Uh, no, 2019, yeah. Yeah, 2019, you yeah. picked okay. a guitar up in November yeah. 2018, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you you started releasing music essentially in 2019 and getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Awesome. And then, so you did, you released like a bunch of singles that ultimately you put together as an album, Watch Over You, which you released, I almost said earlier this year, but this year is only 17 days. Yeah. In uh, 2020. um, So I, I don't like jumping off with the pandemic. But you know, it's it's one of those things. How has the pandemic kind of affected your plans for your musical career? Like, well, if, what, well, if we go if we go back to the album, well, mm-hmm. what we kind of stumbled through the album really because we didn't really know what it was we wanted to do, and yeah. and I think what happened during the, the pandemic was we started to do some live streams and we got some mm-hmm. really interesting feedback. Mm-hmm. And there were people who were saying, do you know what? I think we did a few country numbers that we started to, we'd started to listen to country. And people started saying, do you know what? This really suits you. You should do more of this. Mm-hmm. And so to cut a very long story short, we wrapped the album up so that we could really say, well, that's the end of that first chapter. Yeah. What we really want to do now is focus on, on you know, on a, on a country genre. And um, we then set about writing 
three songs really to stamp, you know, to make a bit of a stamp to say, look, we're, we're now doing country. Mm. And um, yeah, so those three songs came out as three singles um, towards, well, um, the back end of last year, really. Okay. And then Misty Eyes is your first song this year. Was this one of the original three that you were recorded or is this something new no, the the first three are already out as okay. singles. Um, this one is part of a four-track EP. So this one's coming out at the end of this month, and then the EP, which is including that song, is out at the end of February. Okay, awesome. So Misty Eyes is the song that's releasing on Friday. What's kind of the story behind that song? Okay, so... Um... So Adele wrote this song. I mean, traditionally, what what we've tended to do is I've kind of got the lyrics down, and um, Adele's worked on um, more, the melody, more yeah, on the melody, yeah. and 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 then kind of comes back to me. And but this one, Adele decided that actually she'd do this one all on her own. So <laughs> so uh, people don't like it. It's nothing to do with me. <laughs> Adele. Wow. Um, yeah. So so um, yeah. So Adele did it, and um, I think the story behind it really was. We were, we were looking at the idea that you know there's a lot of young um, young young girls who um, meet somebody for the first time and they, they they instantly as a young girl think it's the fairy tale you know it's the fairy tale romance and then what we what we did with the story really was looked at it on on the basis that you know quite often um, they find out like that it's not all it's it's cracked up to be it's not like these fairy tales with the princesses and stuff that you read mm. and any books and i think it's the story really of, of finding out that you know that this guy that this girl's met is is a bit of a you know a, a bit of a cheat and he's he's really sort of not not been very nice to it so on and so forth and towards the end of the song really it's an acknowledgement that yeah this these things happen and it's only when she meets somebody that treats her properly that she realizes actually there, there may be some light at the end of the tunnel so it's kind of all around that it's not it we say that it's about females because obviously it's got females, other names in there that she's found out that this guy's with. Mm -hmm. But it, it, we've kind of, because we're releasing a video alongside it as well. So we, we've put both males and females in there because it could be for both because it, obviously it's not just women that go through it. It is men that go through it as well. Mm -hmm. Is the video releasing on Friday as well? Or... Do you know what? We haven't actually... We keep saying it's going to be released and we haven't set a date for it. So. I think we'll probably let, we'll leave it a few days for people in the hope that people might actually go and stream it and, and, and all the rest of gotcha. it. And then, you know, maybe maybe a week later, um, bring the video out. Awesome. I, well, I was asking because I wasn't sure if it was like where it was in the process, if it was like done and it's just a matter of promoting it and whatnot. But Yeah, no, you know, it's done. What, what, what was it? what was the process like shooting a music video during a pandemic when you're in pretty much 23 hours a day lockdown and impossible. impossible. <laughs> you just, yeah. You just can't do it. So we had to, you know, we had to get um, various clips and put those clips together. Of all different emotions that you, yeah. you would see someone go through during yeah. a break. I mean, yeah. the only bit that I suppose is, is, you know, original stuff that we've done is, is, is Adele singing in the studio. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things where during this time you got to get creative with your, with your video, like you definitely need video components right now for 
uh, your music because you can't get out, you can't perform it live. I mean, you can do like the virtual shows, but those are so hit or miss right now. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I think that whole thing really, you know, whilst we've been very fortunate in, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the lockdown with the creative process of writing, um, and we've managed to get a number of songs out, the fact that you can't go out and perform, you can't go out and meet people, you can't network with people, you know, we are relatively new to the, the scene. And I think there's a lot of people that really don't know us as people. And mm-hmm. um, so that can be quite frustrating at times. And we, we're dying to get out there and, you know, maybe get a full band together and actually do some of these tracks and meet people so that people can actually see us in, in person. And build that authentic connection. Because yeah. like at shows is where that really happens. Like that's where you build your real fan base is out yeah at shows in public talking to them face to face so yeah um you well you'd kind of touched on this a little bit already what's the um creative process when you sit down to write music like who normally takes the reins as far as like actually writing who what's kind of the breakdown for the two of you yeah um Sorry, Adele's just, we, we have a little boy who's just, um, we've, we've kind of said to him, you know, give us a little bit of uh, time to uh, to do this interview, but he keeps coming in and having a nose. So Is that what you're doing? So if Adele disappears, that's the reason why. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I think it's fair to say that whilst Adele is, is the creative person and, and she's, you know, the, the one with talent in the duo, I think in terms of the writing and in terms of, you know, us putting ourselves out there and all the rest of it, I'm kind of the driving force really. So more often than not, it will be me that said, you know, I've got a song here. Um, mm-hmm. I want you to go and have a, have a look at it. We've just, funnily enough, this week, we've just said, you know what, we're going to change this slightly. But So generally speaking, I would give um, Adele a bunch of words, tell her the story. she disappeared for a a couple of days and then come back with something that usually sounds okay. And then we'd, we'd basically see how the words fit around the melody. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite often you have to change the words to make it sound better. Oh, yeah. um, but I think this week we've, we've actually said, do you know what? We're actually going to do our first well, song together. Yeah. So, you know, I've kind of, the song that I've got in my head, I've kind of got a story and I've got a verse and I said, right, now, this is the story, this is the verse, go away. I've got the chorus. Go and write some words. Yeah. So I'm, I'm quite, I'm like quite intrigued to see what she comes back with on, on that, really. So that should be, called, should be quite a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. That's, um, and then you'd also mentioned the hope is once like shows open up that you want to do, uh, uh, you'd like to form like a full band around you or figure out like what the band configuration would be. Yeah, I mean, the, it's very it's very hard as a duo going mm-hmm. in gigs because you can kind of get lost because it's just literally two guitars and yeah. vocals. It, I yeah, think it, I, I think you leave you leave people disappointed because you know the in, in our songs there's quite a lot of you know there's quite a lot of stuff in there you know there's violins there's there's banjos etc and drums. you know drums obviously yeah. and and I think you know when you go out you know pe- people's expectations are lowered because they know that you're a duo and they make you know and they make they, they make exceptions for that but it would be very nice to be able to go out and and actually reproduce the sound that we've you know that's come out of the studio so 
we've got some people in mind um, mm. that that may help us to do that. So we're really keen to do that, and I think I think it's going to help us because, as I say, it's you know we've not been out there. You know, we've we did a gig in Digbeth um, towards yeah Deadwax, yeah. yeah, Dead yeah. where we met a few a few people who were country people, and we got some really good feedback. But it's that kind of thing that we need to do more of, really, mm-hmm. um, to help us really get get more established. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's I mean, it everything's kind of in flux right now because of the global pandemic, state of the global uh, pandemic and, you know, just different countries do, uh, doing different things. Um what so you've got your new single releasing friday and then you're it's also a part of your upcoming you said it was an ep releasing in yeah. february yeah. um so let's talk about the ep for a minute uh what went into the song selection process do you usually like write specifically for an album or like what kind of goes into the selection process for that so I think we learned, we, we, you, know, you know, and we are, because we're so new, we are learning all the time. And I think we learned that when we did the first album, it was kind of, it was a little bit, we did a song and then we did another song and they didn't really connect in the way that we would like them to do. And I think, you know, because a lot of our writing is quite personal to us, um, mm-hmm. the whole EP really is, it's, it's relationship driven. It's about finding finding your way back from situations that you were perhaps in or we were in before we met. So the, there's, a, there's a big connection between all four songs, really. Um, one of which is is a little bit left field in that it's a bit more, it's kind of metaphoric, really, in, in the sense that it's actually about a dog. Um, and it's about the fact that this dog um, kind of uh, is in a really happy place with, with its master. And... Um, he gets he gets kidnapped in the middle of the night and taken away and um, is forced to fend for himself in the forest with uh, with lots of other lots of other dogs and, and eventually he's made he's forced to pull sleighs and and basically you know he's broken in terms of what what he's done um, but he gets rescued in the end and goes back to you know and back into this nice place that he was in but because he's had all this massive adventure, he's missing out on something. He wants to get back to the adventure. And it's kind of a metaphor for life, really, that quite a lot of people that will not go out there and do something because they're frightened of it. And when they're forced to do it, they actually really like it, you know. And when they when they retreat from that, then they're a little bit uncomfortable. So it's kind of all around that, that sort of theme. So you basically come up with a theme and then you just morph it around that whether it's a song that you've already had written or you know whatever is that is that accurate yeah i think so i think the the, the first song the first song that we did was misty eyes um mm-hmm. that was the first song and and because obviously there was there was stuff in there about relationships and there was stuff in there about you know things that had broken down and you know and eventually were mended and and, and i kind of thought well you know, we've got another three songs to do. Let's connect it all. Let's put it in a in a way that there is a, a story. And the, the the EP is called Where I Belong. And it's, I suppose, it's all you know, really working out with lots of stuff that's gone on with both of us. You know, individually before we met, it's us basically saying, you know, we're kind of happy. We now know where where we are and what we've got, and we're you know we're, we're pretty grateful for that. 
Gotcha. So did, uh, what, what was the original, uh, release? How bad did, uh, uh, COVID, uh, screw up the release of this song or was it because it's been so long since COVID took over? It we, we were really... lucky. It was just in between, wasn't it? In between lockdowns, I think. Yeah. We yeah. managed to get it. Um, we come out of a lockdown because mm-hmm. we had them ready because we yeah. were practicing them during the lockdown. We got in the studio, I think as quick as we could with them. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that we got, we got put straight back in lockdown. So we were, I think we were, we had Missy eyes done earlier didn't we yes that was... and we were going to release that before christmas but yeah it just felt right just going right new year mm-hmm. there's so many christmas songs out isn't it yeah and we're not yeah. really a Christ- we're not really christmas song people it's not yeah. something that i could ever see us doing really so it was like well actually we'll let everybody get on and do the nothing against christmas songs you know they, they're great they but, all sounded great what we but, but i think for us it's not really it's not really us um, and I think, you know, we said, well, well, we'll leave it till after Christmas. And then mm-hmm. the other three songs, really, we crammed, we, we'd worked on them a lot, but we crammed them in, in between lockdown. So we were able to get them done. So it wasn't too bad. Nice. How, what, how long was it between the two lockdowns? Are we talking like days or was it more like weeks two, between? Two months? Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. Two months. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah. We, we, we've had lockdowns and we've had tears restrictions yeah. it depends which tier and what you can do so there's and, it, and it's bizarre because some of the things that you can do in my opinion you shouldn't be able to do and some of the mm. things you can't do you should be able to do so it's, yeah. it's all and i think i speak for a lot of people where the whole thing has been very confusing yeah. the whole thing has been you know you just can't understand the the logic behind some of the stuff that's been going on but i think we are where we are now and i think we, we're in a lockdown and we probably need to be with what's going on yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it, it's one of those things where like, I know here in the States, it's just, it depends state to state what, what you're going on. And then even within the state, it depends on city to city, what laws they're enforcing and like what restrictions they're actually making happen. But it usually comes down to like the bigger chain stores that are like across the country that kind of set the pace for everything so it's kind of interesting and it's you know because like i'm i'll be here in texas and everything's fine well fine you know but i'll go over to like my buddy's place he lives in new mexico and there'll be a block or to get into the grocery store it'll be wrapped around the building twice just to get in you're waiting in line for an hour and a half and it's like okay so it's yeah i mean one of the things talking about the states my 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 one of my kids lives in boston and you know i've not seen him now for must be going on for 18 months you know um and i was due to go you know right in the middle of the lockdown wasn't able to go and see him and so it's it's you know it's it's pretty frustrating really the other older kids are at uni so i'm not seeing them so it's it's quite tough really it's quite tough but you know you have to you have to deal with it don't you yeah absolutely you know it's like i mean i don't get to see my parents that often they live a thousand miles away on the well yeah other side of the country and so i've seen them three times during lockdown and it's just you know one time they came out to me the other time i went out to them and then the third time it was like you know what screw it let's meet somewhere in the middle and we did so yeah yeah it's 
I mean, yeah. But um, so outside of music, what, what's kind of your guys's thing? What do you do to kind of decompress? What are some of your hobbies outside of music? Well, normally we're, we're both working. <laughs> we can't even do that at the minute. Um, well, my, my business, well, our business is closed at the moment. Yeah, so well, so it's kind of, there's a bit of a synergy really because we print band merchandise. So we've oh, got right. a t-shirt printing business that, that does, um, yeah, all your, all your band merchandise, but also personalized gifts as well. So that takes up quite a lot of the time. Um, yeah. And, you know, I kind of, I do a bit of consultancy work as well. So, you know, a, again, I suppose if we'd have been fully engrossed in that, we wouldn't have got as far as we got with the music. So, you know, one thing, one thing works in your favor, one thing works it, against it really. My new hobby is homeschooling at the moment. <laughs> and I wouldn't advise that anybody take it up because it's horrible. <laughs> well, that that's the thing I've been telling, like, there's a lot of, I know, I know a lot of teachers that are like, com well, not complaining, but like they're, they're not working because they got laid off or whatever. And it's like, you know how many parents are homeschooling right now that shouldn't be homeschooling their kids? Like, I'm, I'm not qualified to teach my child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll hold my hands up and say, yes, they do a very good job at, at teaching my son. Yeah. And I would have preferred it to stay that way, but obviously... For everyone's safety he's just gonna have to yeah you kind of you know there's a lot of people who are critical of teachers and and, and i guess i might be one of them but, but you know you, you start when you start doing it yourself and you start seeing that they just don't want to listen or they can't sit still for uh, yeah. you know probably 10 minutes yeah. and, like, yeah. i think i could handle the basics but like when they start bringing in letters into math and algebra and all that stuff yeah. it's like mm. Luckily, he's not at that age yet. Yeah. So he's only five, so yeah. the addition's quite simple, so I'm all right at the minute. <laughs> if he was older, I'd be like, I've got no hope at all. Yeah, yeah I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I, I, don't, I want to be respectful of your time. I don't want your uh, child to turn the living room or the rest of the house into Lord of the Flies because he wants attention of, of his mother. But... Um, so you've got the single release on Friday. You've got the, hopefully the music video the week after, and then you've got an EP releasing in February. What, what's kind of going through your mind now that you've got like a lot of things in motion to set off 2021, right? I, I feel like I need a bit of time to reflect really. So I want to, mm -hmm. I want to get some feedback. I want to see what people think. Um, we hope people like it. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You really don't know. Um, and I think you know we we think that we found the right kind of niche for us. Um, we, we feel like it suits us. Um, but yeah, I want to I want to reflect on on you know what we've done. Um, I want to I want to write some more stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think you know again we might we might do it slightly differently. Yeah. But I think a lot of it really is is a lot a lot dependent on whether we can get out there, you know. Because mm -hmm. if we can get out there, then you know I think we'll probably spend you know quite a lot of time polishing up the songs that that we've learned, and you know, so that when we get out there, we we actually do them justice. Yeah. Um, if we don't, I guess we'll probably record a load more stuff. Yeah. Yes. You know, like I mean, that's the thing to be doing right now, even if you don't have the intention of releasing it. Yeah. Just keep keep recording because you've got nothing but time right now. Keep writing. Yeah. Keep, yeah. So 
I, I completely get it. But I want to thank you guys so much for jumping on the podcast. It's been an absolute blast sitting here chatting with you. Before we leave, what advice do you have for the young musicians out there that are looking to get their start or maybe take that next step in their music career? I think, you know, I think the thing we're learning ourselves, but I think the, the, the thing that you really need to get a grasp of is that, you know, it doesn't really matter how good your music is. You know, there, there's so much more that you've got to do. You know, you've got to connect with people. You've got, you know, social media now drives everything. And you've got to be pretty savvy in terms of what you what you do. You've got to network with people. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, the music, you've got it. Obviously, you need good music, but mm-hmm. it's it's only a part of it. You know, you said earlier on about videos, you know, your visual, everything is, is about that. And it's, it's certainly, uh, it's, it's certainly something that is probably weak where we're concerned because we're not, we're, we're not the most gregarious people. We don't tend to get out. We're quite private. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, if you want to get on and, um, and get, get yourself out there, you really have to put the effort into uh, promoting yourself. Are you guys on a uh, TikTok? Have you guys adventured into that wild world? Yet? I think I'm a bit too bloody old for that. I, I think <laughs> I, I think uh, I've resisted it. You know, I've seen yeah. some of the TikTok stuff, and I can't really imagine me doing some of that stuff. Oh, you know, I you'd, like, you'd love it. All getting you? dancing up there, no time. <laughs> give them, give them I mean, there's some serious stuff that's that looks pretty, pretty good, but I think everybody's moving that way, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I like I've started using TikTok. And like, I mean, I, like you, I avoided it for the longest time just because I didn't want nothing to do with it. And then I watched this musician from Nashville take, she had released like a few singles that she hadn't really promoted through TikTok and they did all right. Like, I mean, wasn't crazy numbers. And then she took this one specific single, promoted it through TikTok. And like, I mean, it was a really good song to begin with. So like, you know, it, it was like a really good song, but she debuted on the iTunes all around chart at number one or something like that. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, there's something to this TikTok thing. Let me figure it out. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's one of those things where you don't have to be silly. You don't have to be, you don't have to dance. It's just be yourself is kind of ultimately. Thank- no, not neither of us are like really big on social media. Cause like, like Andy's just said, we're quite private. I'm not, I'm not 100% on Facebook. I mm. prefer, I do prefer Instagram and Twitter. Yes. I'm still getting my head around Instagram and Twitter because I'm not a big social media person. So I think once. Well, we... as you can imagine, I am with a clue. Uh, all that's left to Adele. I just don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. Once I've got my head around that a bit more, and I think we've got more, I think I will. We will venture onto onto TikToks. We we don't have to, I don't have to get you dancing. You are out. You can just sit with your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, if if you got me dancing, I think we'd probably get a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. But um, but I want to thank you guys so much for jumping on the podcast once again. I really appreciate it, and I'm really excited to see. I've already listened to Misty Eyes. It's amazing. I know. All the people that listen to the podcast will enjoy it. And I know I'm pretty sure all your fans will enjoy it as well. I can't wait to see the music video when it drops and um, like all your future projects that you got coming out. So I'm really excited to see where you guys go. And I want to thank Rachel for introducing me to y'all. Like just, you know, 
it's somebody it's really hard to get introduced to new or it's really hard to find music not wait that's not what i meant oh it you know it's there's so many musicians out there it's hard to find specific musicians to get introduced to and i'm really glad that rachel said hey check these guys out check you guys out likewise we appreciate you know asking us to come on and and and, you know it really helps us and again uh, to get known and so we appreciate it very much thank you absolutely once again thank you guys so much thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you guys later cool we are good